Thank you, Jesus. So now, why did this angel appear? The angel appeared to me to check my motive. To check my motive. He said, Why are you praying for the prophetic? Why? <laughs> it's just like one day I was um, praying and then the Lord spoke to me. And the Lord asked me, and then he said, Do you want to be popular? Okay, no, no, that's not what he said. He said, Do you want fame? Ah, let me reduce this a little bit so you can let's flow a little bit in the teaching anointing. Okay, so it was like, um, Do you want fame? You see, when the Lord asked me the question then, I think it's about a year or two years ago. When the Lord asked me that question, I did not have any answer. I did not have any answer. But today, I have an answer. <laughs> if the Lord comes to you, and he asks you, do you want fame? What are you going to say? Please, I need somebody to answer me. What will you say? If the Lord asks you, do you want me to give you fame so that you will be known all over the world? So you will be popular. Okay. Someone said, yes. <laughs> you see, probably, that is what most people will say. They will just say yes without even thinking. You see, but that is a very, very wrong answer. That is why, you see, I could not answer the question. Because if I should respond and I say yes, you would think that, ah, this guy, he's following me because of fame. You see, every normal person will say yes. Ah, this guy, sad. It means that the day the fame would leave him, he will stop serving me. So now, when the Lord asks me, do you want fame? It is to bring me to where he was. To make my motive right. So today as I was praying and meditating, then the Holy Spirit brought that incident to me. And then I saw that if I had said yes, ah, I would have lost something. I would have lost something. So today, I said no, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. It is, you see, there are people who are chasing after fame. That is another way to put that question. Are you chasing after fame? Are you going hard after fame? Is that your main agenda? Is that your plan?
So I, I started checking my motives. And I knew that a lot of people would not last. That is why when I started talking to you, I said, do not be driven by an ambition. I want to be great. I want to do this. Is that what God wants to do? Many of us, we have substituted originality for fake. Because, listen to me, because you met a man of God who told you everything about your life, it doesn't mean God is with that man. There are a lot of people they have left God, but yet they are still ministering by His power. You see, this is one of the most mysterious things that you yourself you will not understand. So today, I came to realize that my main objective is not fame, is not greatness. But God. But God. See, that is why, follow me. That is why, follow me. The Lord told Moses. And then he said, And then he said, I will no longer be among you. But my presence. No, he said, My presence is not going to be among you. But you are going to see my fire. You are going to see my fire. You are going to see my cloud. You are going to see my cloud. So, so Moses was a typical man of God. He understood what God was saying. Although they are going to see his power. They are going to see his manifestations. But God himself would not be among them. So Moses, he said, if you will not go with us, then let us all stay here. God said, oh, don't worry, my angel will go before you. <laughs> Moses said, we don't, we don't want angels. There are some of you, if an angel should appear to you right now, you will backslide. The moment you see, oh, I know there are some people here, they are praying, oh Lord, I want to see angel, I want to see angel. It is good, it is good. It is not bad to see an angel. But let me show you something. But let me show you something. The reason why we are following him is not because of his manifestations. It's not because of his power. 
because of his power. It's because of him. It's because of him. Help me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you can succeed to correct your motive, to correct the reason why you are serving Him. You would have done much for your destiny. You will not be like those who are going here and there, searching for something, looking for something. Your life will be established because you would have built a solid foundation. Okay, I want to ask another question. Okay, I want to ask another question. How many of you here you want gift of healing? Gift of healing. You want gift of healing? You want um word of knowledge? Word of knowledge. You want it? You see, that thing that you desire is not bad. But do you know what is bad? But do you know what is bad? When that gift separates you from him. Separate you from him. And that is very, very possible. And that is very, very possible. When they receive the anointing, the anointing but it separated them from God. Them from God. I want to ask you a question. To ask you a question. Of what use? Would it, be Would it be for you to mention somebody's name, somebody's phone number, and then they said, hey, major, 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 the great prophet of God. And then you dance, 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 dance. You shouted, hey. Of what? Purpose. purpose is that is that many of us we like toys many of us we like toys we don't want the reality we don't want the reality i want to help you tonight i want to help you tonight to angulate your heart your heart on the will of god That you, would see God that you would see God above your own assignment. Your own assignment. <laughs> After the prophet told you, the prophet told you, you are an apostle. You are an apostle. You started walking in a different way. Now, to the <laughs> In fact, everything about you have changed. <laughs> because they said you are an apostle. 
you will shake nations. <laughs> In fact, when the prophet finished, you saw the seed, 500 Ghana. <laughs> to you, you have arrived. Okay, let's say the same person. I want to ask everybody a question. When was the last time you heard a prophet prophesying to somebody that he is a pastor, he is a deacon? Huh? When was the last time you guys heard something like that? Because the two main things you are hearing now. Is it that apostle? Or prophet? Or prophet? Apostle or prophet? Apostle or prophet? <laughs> if if I want to deceive you, <laughs> let's say I want to deceive God's grace. <laughs> I, I will not come and prophesy to you that you are a pastor. In fact, I would say you are a prophetic evangelist. You are an apostolic seer. You are an apostolic seer. <laughs> In fact, general prophet. In fact, general prophet. <laughs> the moment some of you, the moment you hear those titles. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. You are joking with your life. You are joking with your life. I want you tonight. I want you tonight to learn to remove ambitions from your heart. Ambitions from your heart. And your goal should be to go after God. Go after God with all your heart. Go after God with all your heart. If you are a, if you are an apostle, it will manifest. If you are an apostle, it will manifest. If you are a prophet, it will manifest. If you are a prophet, it will manifest. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Your motives, your motives, they are more important, they are more important than your assignment. Than your assignment. Meaning, the reason why you are doing something is much more important than the thing you are doing. That is from the perspective of heaven. But you see, on the earth, people magnify the assignment 
above the reasoning, the reason why they are doing that assignment. So, when you see a man of God doing, performing a miracle or doing something, You would ask yourself, why is he doing what he's doing? You would ask yourself, why is he doing what he's doing? But the first thing that will come to your mind is, I want to do what he's doing. But the first thing that will come to your mind is, I want to do what he's doing. That is why a lot of you go astray. That's why a lot of you go astray. And that is why there is competition among pastors and prophets. And apostles. And prophets. And apostles. So people are now fasting now. So people are now fasting now. Because they want to be greater than another prophet. Because they want to be greater than another prophet. Hey. <laughs> Please give me one minute. I want to listen. Give me one minute. I want to. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Can you guys hear me? So, heaven is always watching something. I think it was which day did I show you guys? Okay, let's look at. One verse of the Bible.、Um, we saw when the Lord asked Samuel to go and anoint David as king. And then we saw what happened over there. So, from this、um, angle, we are going to see how Samuel was. Seen and how God was also seen. Okay. Let's look at Gilbert. Are you there? Kindly、um, let's go to. Let's look at 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 9. Kindly display that for me. Okay, let's start from、um, verse 
Okay, sorry. Let's start from verse 5 to bring much clarity. Okay. Can I see verse 5? Okay, let's all go now. Is it? And he said, Peaceably, I am come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. Verses. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. Oh. Do you see what Samuel said? So Samuel just merely, merely looking at Eliab because the man was probably tall, huge, he has muscles, handsome. Ah, Samuel said, Ah, this is the man. This is the man. He called him the Lord's anointed. That is how men see. We always see things from the physical realm. Once you see a nice picture and the man is fair and then a little bit handsome, say, hey, this is a man of God. Come from this That is how men usually see. This is the anointed of God. That is what he said. Or there are some of you, I don't know, you are so inclined with ladies with good singing abilities. So the moment a lady will begin to lead praise and worship, or let's say worship, she's leading worship with a melodious and redeeming voice. All of a sudden, you are opening one of your eyes. You are looking, wow, God is telling me this woman is my wife. It's my, hey, every singer is your wife. Hey. Every singer anointed. You see, because you saw the lady singing, you thought, ah, probably this is God's choice for me. The same way Samuel saw Eliab says, Yes, this is the anointed of the Lord. But follow me, verse 17. What did God say? Verse 17. What did God say? He says, But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. Say, Look not. Say, Look not. Someone should say, Look not. Say, Look not. Look not. Look not. Do you see the instruction? Look not. That is the instruction. Look not on his countenance. Look not. <laughs> I'm advising some young guys here. Look not. And probably some beautiful ladies here. Look not. <laughs> because what you are looking for is not on the outside. It's not on the outside. Look not. A lot of people, they enter into marriage because 
They thought God chose a wife for them, but their flesh chose a wife for them. Their flesh chose a wife for them. So, to walk like a spiritual man, we look not. We look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are not seen. Do you see that? We look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are not seen. Amen. Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth. Do you see that? For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. Do you see that? For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. He says, For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Did you see that? The Lord looketh on the heart. Do you see? So, uh, if your whole reason for following God is because you are searching for power, one thing is that if you continue like that for a long time, God is going to make you have it. But that power is going to mislead you. You see, the moment you open your mouth and you start talking to God, He knows the reason why you are talking to Him. He knows the purpose, the reason, your motive. He knows your motives. Because that is how heaven works. But you see, the children of men on the earth, sorry to say, are foolish. Very, very foolish. Because if you know <laughs> that God knows your intentions, <laughs> why won't you correct your intentions? And you see, because a lot of people are not told, they bring these dirty intentions before God. One step and lead you away for a lifetime, forever. One gift can lead you away for a lifetime, forever. You may get the gift, but you will never get God. Amen. I believe this is a warning to somebody here. It's also part of the prophetic. <laughs> it's also part of the prophetic. Also part of the prophetic. You want the prophetic? I've given it to you. This one is called prophetic. Advice, prophetic advice. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So, your goal for a lifetime is to learn to come to Him every day, it's to learn to go after Him every day. What are you saying? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want from me? That is why many of you, 
you would go and work in vain. You are going to work for something that you will not be paid for. If I have not asked you to do something for me and you are doing it, why should I reward you? As I was saying, ah, we are working hard for God, we are laboring for God. But what you are doing, God did not tell you to do it. Did God tell you to do what you are doing? Say, ah, we are, we are working hard, doing this, doing that. Continue. The wisest man would stay until God speaks to him before he moves. How many of you have ever poured water into a basket? Do you notice what happens? The basket cannot hold the water. That is what a lot of people would keep on doing. Keep on pouring water into the basket. As long as you cannot identify what God wants you to do, it means that you are not yet ready to do even what he wants you to do. So, you have to wait and keep on waiting until he speaks. You don't move. You don't move. Don't work in vain. God will not reward you. He will only reward you for what he has asked you to do. And if you are doing what he has not told you to do, you may die on time. Because you do not have the supply of strength to do that which you are doing that he has not asked you to do. Amen. So, one thing that you guys must learn is just stay with God. Stay with Him. Just follow Him. For as many that are led by the Spirit, that are led, do you see that? They are led. That means they follow the Spirit. That is the signature of the children of God, they follow the Spirit. Amen. And you see, as you learn to walk with God this way, then He can train you. He can take you through different classes and He can take you through different stages of your life. You know, there are some of you here, what I'm going to say now, there are some of you here who have experienced it. You've had an experience. Sometimes you just know that the Holy Spirit is teaching you on anger, how to control your, your anger. Sometimes you just know that the Holy Spirit is teaching you concerning bitterness. Sometimes you notice that the Holy Ghost is teaching you concerning how to speak, how to talk. You see, because, you see, one of the reasons why he came is to teach us, to bring us to truth. And 
in bringing us into truth. It means he is going to bring us out of our deception. Do you know that you can insult somebody and justify yourself and say you are right? In fact, your mind and your heart would be calm. Yes, you are right. You can, <clears throat> but you see, when the great teacher comes, he will now bring you light. Then you see that what you saw that was right in his own sight, he will show you it was wrong. Next time, do it like this. If you don't learn to stay with God, and you are doing what He has not asked you to do, do you see all this teaching? You would not get it. It means that you have missed class. So one of the dangers of running ahead of God is that you will not be educated by His Spirit. That is one of the dangers. And as long as you are not taught by the Spirit, you yourself, you cannot teach. Even if you teach, it will not be powerful. It will not have the weight. It cannot penetrate the heart of men. It cannot. Listen to me. Don't be deceived by the things that you see. A church of about 30 people may be serving the true intentions of God, whilst a church of 5,000 are already led astray. In fact, let me use this as an example. People are saying, hey, in these days, people are praying now. Everybody is waking up in the midnight to pray. People are waking up to pray. Hey, praise the Lord. Yes, God is winning. But you fail to ask yourself, or you fail to sit down and listen to the prayer point of these people who you say they are praying. Most of them, when you listen to the prayer point, it doesn't have anything to do with God or His plan or His purpose. The reason why they are waking up to pray is because they are looking for something from God. So, you may be waking up every midnight to pray. 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. And the reason why you are waking up is because you are looking for something. You are just looking. You are not looking for God. You are looking for something. You are looking for something. That is why you pray the way you pray. We cannot classify that as prayer. Although it's good that you ask for things, but you see, you are limited. You cannot walk into the plan of God for your life. You cannot go through. So, in this journey of life, you have to learn to pursue God, not things. Pursue God and hold on to Him and not things. 
as you stay with him in this way, then you will begin to speak like David. He trains my hands to war. He's going to teach you. He's going to speak to you. So, if you, if, if you are here, and then you notice that the Holy Ghost is no longer teaching you anything. You see, every season, for every season, there is something that the Holy Ghost is teaching you. I can preach the Word of God. I can teach the Word of God. But it will not be as powerful and eye-opening as when the Holy Ghost himself is going to teach you. Because if the Holy Ghost wants to teach you that this is Pepe, he will not say, see Pepe. You know, a teacher in the class say, look at, this is Pepe. So everybody will say, Pepe. Now, if the Holy Ghost wants to teach you concerning pepper he's going to take the pepper and put the pepper in your mouth and then when it begins to burn your mouth you say hey then the Holy Ghost will say this is pepper then you understand that yes this is actually pepper that's how powerful the teaching of the Holy Ghost is he will bring you into the reality of that teaching you see, many of you, you hear things, but your life is not changed, it's not transformed. Because you have not yet been brought to the school or to the reality of that teaching. Hearing is not enough. So those people who are going to jump out and start doing their own things and they won't wait, they won't be instructed before they jump out to go and start doing their own things, they will miss this teaching, important teaching of the Holy Ghost. Because you have decided to do it on your own. He would leave you. When you go out and you fail, then you come back, then he will take you back to class one. That class where you run away from. And you see, you will be the one wasting your time. So by now, you should realize that God doesn't get old. And don't be deceived that if you don't do something for God, nobody else will do it. The moment you start failing, the Lord will start looking for a replacement. So listen to me. Instead of using your whole life to live under pressure, to achieve things. Uh, my younger brothers, they are also coming. Who is going to take care of them? Uh, my family, they are saying, I have not achieved this, I have not done this. My friends, they are on university, I am not in the university. Oh, this is how you are living your life. By comparing yourself. To other people. Amen. Amen. If this is the way you are living your life, then, then there's still a long way for you to go. 
Let's learn to come to the feet of the master. And stay there. What did I say? Let's learn to come to the feet of the master and stay there. You know, um, when the Lord Jesus went to the house of Lazarus, the Bible said, Mary sat at the feet of Jesus, but Martha was busy preparing food, preparing salad for Jesus. And then Martha came to tell Jesus, Oh, Jesus, can't you see I'm doing all the work? Allow Mary to come and help me. Do you know what Jesus Christ told her? He said, No. It is not about jumping about doing, 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 doing things for God. No. He said, Mary has chosen the best part. Mary has chosen to sit at my feet where she can be taught. There are a lot of people they have not been taught yet they have jumped out. If you magnify doing things for God above being trained by God you make a lot of mistakes. That is why he wants to keep you He wants to hold you. He wants to train you. It's not about you. It's not about you. We are only privileged to be part of this. It's about him. It's about him. So from henceforth, it is that which he wants that you're going to want. It is that which he wants to do that you're going to do. It is how he wants to live that you're going to live from henceforth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So tonight, you want to correct your motive. You want to tell the Lord, correct my motive. Yes, teach me how to wait upon you. Teach me. That is the prayer I should be praying right now. 
Teach me how to wait upon you, Lord. Let my heart come after you. Let my heart come after you. Let my heart come after you. It should be you that I really want and nothing else. And nothing else. Oh Lord. Thank you, Jesus.